1: Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy: Your absolute favoriteist Gray's Anatomy podcast in the whole world. I am one of your hosts, Kelsey.:
0: And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful day to podcast. And I gotta tell you, this <laughs> is the first lot, this one <laughs> This is the first time I ever noticed it.
1: Well, he I'm said it not even. Times.
0: He did. He did. I think he said it two at least two times that I remember it. Yeah. Um, maybe even a third time. But he uh, they were like doing through superstitions. And I was like, huh, interesting. This makes sense. This makes sense. Totally, totally. And then uh, he says, all right, guys, it's a beautiful day to save lives. And I was like, oh, my fuck. <laughs> Jessica
1: sent me and you a video of her watching the pilot where he says it.
0: <laughs> I just didn't want to watch it because Jessica is laden with spoilies.
1: Well, and also you don't like it when she's right.
0: No, that's not true. I love when she's right because it means that I'm also right because I chose to marry her.
1: Ugh. <laughs> so good when you st- say words. Okay.
0: Welcome <laughs> to ma- Malerma America where doing, it is. Even when Even when <laughs> I was going to say malaria and then I was going to say malady, and I was like, what the fuck am I trying to say? It's always perpetually three o'clock in the morning when we record.
1: Yep. And also, I'm still sick, in case you could not tell by the way that I sound. It's a mystery. I can tell. It's not COVID, because I keep taking COVID tests, but it's it's also not going away. So it's a mystery. I guess it's all the problems well, s- and
0: also all the preschool terms. Yeah. 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 It's uh, Marlo's been perpetually sick since going yep. to daycare for the first time. Yep. So that's pretty fun. much how it is. It's a good time. So Kelsey, take so, it away. Tell us about okay. this episode. This, this is the thing is... we're going to do is the <laughs> episode of Grey's Anatomy.
1: The 21st episode of the second season, the 30th episode overall. This episode is called Superstition. Carmen, sing us a song.
0: Um, sing us a song because I'm the piano man. Uh, no. wait, <laughs> no, that's wrong your song. segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So superstition is a song by the, uh, the wonderfully talented, uh, what, what did John Travolta say? The, the wickedly talented adult, <laughs> <Adel-dazeem>. <laughs> um, the wickedly talented Stevie wonder. Uh, it was released, uh, on October 24th, 1972 as the single, From Stevie Wonder's 15th studio album, Talking Book Um, So the song released uh, and it reached number one on the Hot 100 January 1973 So uh, it was out for a couple of months and it just kept climbing, 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 climbing Um, and also reached number one on the soul singles charts. Um, I'm trying to find here. Where is my note here? There we go. So, uh, 72 to 73, it reached number one on the hot 100 and then, um, the soul and then R and B charts. Uh, it also reached as high as 16 in Belgium, six in Canada, 21 in Germany, 10 in the Netherlands, 18 in the UK. Or 18 in Spain and 11 in the UK, I apologies. And then the the end-of-the-year charts in 1973, uh, it hung on to the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 at number 26. So, uh, very, very impressive song. Um, If you you know Stevie Wonder, you know the song. Uh, Very superstitious. Uh, There was a song... I think it was actually played in a Disney Channel original movie where they, like, played on the float and he, like, was there with them. I'm having a Ooh. hard time remember it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to have to try this, to find that.
1: wouldn't surprise um, me. But when yeah. I, well, I saw the title of the episode and I was like, surely it's that song. And I, like, went to send it to you and I was like, I guess I should verify that it is this song and not some other song that just has the same name. But it is the same song.
0: If If it's another artist out there who had written a song called Superstition, it's... It's like you just don't write a song called Let It Be. You yeah. just don't. There's some song, because there's there, there's songs that are all the same name, right? What was the one yeah. that we were like, it, it could be this oh one, or this, one or this one, this yeah, one.
1: I don't remember, but it was something earlier on. And it was, they were like 24 different, and it's not even covers. It's like different songs with the same name.
0: Right. It's like, uh, like hold on, let me, let me just think of, uh, let, me, let me just go here. Uh, the War. So... Um, search, there's one, uh, well, okay. There's a lot of songs titled the war and just songs titled war. So yeah, it's, it's just like, there's some songs. Superstition is one of them that you just don't repeat the name. It's just don't write a song and don't title it superstition and we'll leave it at that. But anyway, Stevie wonder is a national treasure. Uh, and Kelsey back to you.
1: Thank you so much, Carmen, for teaching us that. And I would agree, Stevie Wonder is a gem. Um, So this episode was written by James Peria, directed by Tricia Brock, aired March 19th, 2006, still airing on Sundays. So at this point, I just check every week to be like, was this still a Sunday? Or I'm like, okay, that was seven days from the last episode, so it's obviously a Sunday. But um, I, I have to assume that it switched between seasons two and season three. We're getting closer, so maybe I'll be able to verify. <laughs> um, That'll be
0: great. I'm very curious.
1: <laughs> this had 21.13 million views. And the Netflix synopsis is, When a series of death occurs at Seattle Grace, the uncanny events bring out the doctor's superstitious sides. Which I think is pretty true, because there's not any like major, major plot points in this episode. Again, it's just kind of setting up what's to come. Um it's a good episode in my I think it's spoilers. I thought it was better than the last episode, but I still think it's more of just like a filler and like a setup to what's coming more than like man, so much is happening.
0: Yeah. I so here's here's something that I'm going to share and it's no spoilers, but I was talking to someone uh, two two people at work. And I mentioned something about Gray's, Anat- or they. She said one of the girls said something about Gray's Anatomy. I was like, whoa, 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 no spoilers! I have a podcast about that. And she's like, how many podcasts do you even have? And I was like, okay, that's a fair question. Um, <laughs> but then the other girl was like, oh wait, you? I want to listen to this. So I was telling them about it. Hello. Um, yep, yeah, you're listening. I, Hello, shout out. I, I won't. I won't share dude thoughts with them because there are some really inappropriate things on there, um, yes. and I don't want my my coworkers to be hearing that. But uh, I was proud to tell them about Gray's Academy. But I was like, oh, yeah, we just recently watched the episode with the guy in the bazooka and and it exploded once they got it out. And here's what I want to say. I am so concerned that (laughs) that moment was lost in a sea of drama because they're like, oh, I don't even remember what. uh, I don't know which which one. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So there's more people that explode in this show. I feel like guys,
1: people just refer to that as the bomb episode. So I think because you were so specific with the bazooka. I think it probably I
0: guess, but I I showed them the scene and they were like, oh, I don't remember that. So that leads me to believe that there is more, there's crazier things. It's like, what level of craziness has to happen that that bomb episode, you don't even remember it?
1: Well. I'm concerned. That does seem odd because I've obviously watched this like a billion times, so I remember things like that. But my mom also watches Grey's Anatomy, and she is normal, so she's only watched it one time, and she definitely remembers the bomb episode. So I don't know what those girls
0: are doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyways, Shout so out though.
1: thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a point in the episode where Jessica did did spoil that Catherine Heigl was written off the show, which I assumed,
1: but I didn't on know other for shows sure.
0: That you watch. Well, I mean, you could do multiple projects. I mean, how many people do that's well, that's typically.
1: Common. It's easier to do sh- a, sh- a single show and m- while also doing movies than it is to do multiple shows because shows just film so much, especially weekly shows. It's just harder to make multiple shows work as a regular. Well,
0: either, either way, uh, there's a point in this podcast that I'm going to bring up a different point. But anyways, yeah, Jessica spoiled that for me. So, but
1: Well, I've been dying to talk <sighs> about the behind the scenes drama about that, but we'll get there when we get there, I guess. <laughs> Well, part of
0: that was what she was talking about. She was talking about the Ellen Pompeo standing up for uh, her, and basically, if she did the same thing now, then she'd be seen as a feminist icon, and she got a bad rap. And uh, Shonda basically like blacklisted her personally, and they were working like eighteen-hour days. And she was like, "This is bullshit." And then that's but the thing is
1: that I recall is that's not at all how it went down. Those things might have been true where they were. I i don't doubt that they were working 18-hour days. But what happened was... I'll, I don't think this is a spoiler, so I'm just going to tell the story. Catherine Heigl was nominated for an Emmy.
0: Uh, right, Jess was telling th- me this.
1: This season, the second season, or the third season, and she won the Emmy for Outstanding uh, Guest Actor on a Drama Series. And then she was nominated... The next season for an Emmy and she turned down the nomination was like the Writing on this show isn't good enough for me to get a nomination and I was Like that's a shitty thing to say about basically the thing that has launched Your career and I'm again I'm not saying that the other stuff wasn't also Going on but that's not she wasn't speaking out against that she was like I'm not getting good enough plot lines on this show and I want to leave but They won't let me which I know is untrue because over the course of time, other people have been let out of contracts, and it's not dramatic and super normal. So,
0: Well, I need to do more research on that, but basically I was like, Katherine Heigel, I still like you a lot, and I'm going to leave it at that. But anyways,
1: here's the back to the show. Believe
0: is Or not.
1: <laughs> um, a person can be a very good actor and still not necessarily... Be like someone that people want to work with So I will never say that she's a bad actress Because I think she does a great job In this show and in a lot of other work She's done However, I've it's not the only time where I've seen something About her being I guess kind of like a a diva I guess is a good term about Stuff, so again It's very possible that the other stuff was also true But that's not what was That's not what played out in the public eye Right so. But there's a lot of behind the scenes drama on this show that we'll get to when those moments occur.
0: Well, I'm excited for that. And it's gonna be fun. Maybe we'll have to do a whole episode just about that.
1: Yeah, but we'll have to wait a while because some of it's way down the line and Ugh. spoilies. So
0: Spoilies. All right. So what else <clears> we need <throat> to know about this show before we jump into the recap?
1: Um nothing. I think we're ready to start.
0: All right. Any thoughts from the recap?
1: No, they were just like, here are all the couples. Remember all the couples on this show that you've watched?
0: Yeah. <laughs> here, here they remember are. remember also the sex scene that no one likes? We're going to start you with that. <laughs> We're going to um, play that
1: every episode forever now. Basically
0: until season 18.
1: <laughs> this uh, is why the viewership is dropping off because they start that. They're like, I can't do this again.
0: Yeah, Five seconds in, I'm done. <laughs> um, I actually predicted that... Uh, George was going to forgive Meredith in this episode and something regarding Ellis and uh, Weber was going to happen. Yeah. So plot twist, everyone. I was wrong about both of those.
1: Yeah. I was trying to remember with the Ellis thing. And then when uh, his AA sponsor showed up, I was like, Oh, that's what it is about. Um, but yeah, I, the George thing, ugh, whatever. It's just so drawn out at this point. I've said, I don't well, have anything at least he's really mo- new to say about it. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, at least he's, it, 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 by the end of the episode, he's, like, actually, like, calling Callie, and they're like, yeah. hey, something's gonna happen. Yeah, it I'm does a seem piece like he's though. trying to
1: move on, on his, like, other relationship status, but not with her, which is just, like, then you're not right. really moving on. But whatever. Okay, so we start it, and we're kind of getting shown everyone's little rituals and superstitions before their surgeries. So Addison takes off her rings and, like, puts them on her safety pin. Um, Burke is freaking out about the scrub caps. Uh, Derek says it's a beautiful morning to save lives. Bailey does her little prayer. And then all their patients die. Happy morning time to you. What a way to start Hooray!
0: It's a beautiful morning to kill everybody.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Apparently. Um, So then they're in the locker room, all the interns, and (laughs) Christina's eating, and George is like, can I have some? She goes, no, you're already in my apartment. You can't be in my food. (laughs) Their dynamic is so
0: good. (laughs) It's so good.
1: Um, And then Izzy was like, oh, this guy from the morgue said that death comes in threes and sevens. The dead tooth guy from the morgue. (laughs) So three more people are going to die before midnight. Yeah. And Christina's like, well, I guess if the morgue, dead tooth morgue guy said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
0: it is funny because you know it's just like i mean yeah they have to know something about death um i wanted to backtrack it though because i made a note i was going to ask you do you have any superstitions specifically like around an action or anything like that i don't think so
1: but i don't really do a lot of stuff so so i feel like maybe in a job like surgery it it would have like rituals or routines where you always want to do this and I know this is so Random and kind of relevant But I've watched that um, Friends reunion That they showed on HBO like four times Because it just brings me joy Um, And they talked about how every episode They would just, the six of them do like a little huddle And they wouldn't really say anything They would just like do a little huddle and all hug each other And then be like, okay, let's go And the one episode they didn't do that in um, Matt LeBlanc dislocated his shoulder While they were recording (laughs)
0: Oh, it was that episode.
1: Yeah, that was the one I don't episode remember, they they, they didn't talked do that.
0: about that they talked about that on the reunion. I don't remember yeah. that.
1: Oh well, you haven't watched it four times because you're normal, so that's probably. Oh why.
0: right, right. I only have one superstition, and it's in uh, baseball and softball. So <clears> basically, <throat> I would any time that I would uh, have a bad night at the plate, or if I ever went hitless for a night. I would change my hat, uh, so I would ride the same hat as long as it was hot. And the second I went <laughs> 04 the night, um, I would change the hat. And I do that in softball too. If I, um, for some reason, if I went 04 or something like that, then I wouldn't. Uh, I would. I would. I would change the hat. So
1: would you change it during the game or just before the next
0: game? Uh, I just wouldn't wear that back to back games. Okay. So. Um, so for instance if I went 0 for 3 in one game, I wouldn't change it in the middle of the game. Uh I would just not wear the same hat the next game. Yeah.
1: I feel like um sports there's definitely a lot of superstitions tied to it. Um even just from like fan perspectives like a lot of people are like oh I got to wear this outfit. I always eat this the day before. I always go here to watch the game. So I think there are just certain th- activities um that it's tied to more. So
0: yeah, yeah. sports is definitely yeah, a huge superstition really one. one. I don't think that's fine. I just didn't know if you had anything like that this. I, I'm really not superstitious at all. It's yeah. just always been the hat thing for me. If I, I'm a I just suspicious. ride, I ride a good hat and I, I give guy. I, but I, I'll come back to the hat. Yeah. So it, I just, it just needs a break. Uh, it, needs it needs a break. To, it yeah. needs
1: to recharge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even in scrubs, uh, it's funny that Burke, uh, was, was weird about his, uh, his cap because even in scrubs Turk was weird about his cap. And he's like, I can't use that one. That one killed three dudes this week. I can't, <laughs> he would like, he would like blame the cap for his, his bad surgeries.
1: I think in grays, we don't get more of that. I think Burke's the only one that's like weird about it in a superstitious way, but it's cool because later on we definitely get backstories on people's scrub caps. Cause they're like, Oh, this person wears this scrub cap because it reminds them of their best friend who passed away or This person, you know, Derek's has ferry boats because he's got a thing for ferry boats. I love Derek so much. Clearly. Um, Still a piece
0: of garbage. Yeah.
1: Hot, stinky garbage. But, okay. So George is still being a baby about Meredith. Izzy is, like, being super shady to Alex. Kind of weird that she's still sleeping with him because last episode they had it where she was just blowing him off. Then, this episode, they have it where she's going and sleeping with him and they're just sneaking out in the middle of the night. I was like, why would you switch it? Just keep her like blowing him off or something. I don't know. It's just weird.
0: Or just like never have written her blowing him off in the first place.
1: On <laughs> falling for a patient. Super right. Good. Super good. Um, they Inappropriate. Go Oh, I, I wrote that um, three times this episode, and all three were about Izzy specifically. So it's yeah. less about other people this one, and more only about her forever. So, um, yeah, Bailey comes in, she's like, "We're all going down to the ER because we've all lost patients, so now we need to save some." So, um, Addison, is this the
0: scene? Yes, perfect yes, Addison the cocoa. gives
1: Bailey and Meredith some hot cocoa And she's like, oh, it was just a little ritual we had For good juju Which I don't particularly care for the word juju But whatever um, But Bailey's like, oh, that's nice Like, I appreciate it, and then she gives it to Meredith Because Meredith was in the surgery with her So it's reasonable that she would give it to Meredith and then yeah. Meredith throws it away, which is super rude and wasteful. Now it's not technically rude because she doesn't do it in front of Addison, but it's mostly just annoying to me because I love hot chocolate and that's really wasteful. <laughs> it is like wasteful. I don't like people throw away food.
0: Well, but here's the thing, though. You can have bad hot cocoa, yeah. just like you can have bad lemonade. I don't know how people mess up lemonade or hot cocoa, <laughs> but you can.
1: They do it but a lot, somehow. They
0: do it a lot. Uh, which <laughs> I don't know if this is something that your family did growing up, but my mom used to like pour out half of the lemonade or half of the the cocoa or the apple juice and like she would cut it with water or more milk just so (laughs) that it would like last longer and it was always just garbage it was never good
1: (laughs) that's pretty typical Um, for kids parents to do when they're introducing their kids to juice because it's just really sugary Um, but i've not mm, heard that with hot chocolate as much
0: no i think it was because we were poor
1: i mean maybe later on i'm just saying when you introduce them to the juice (laughs) yeah
0: uh i never had juice Just kidding. No, still <laughs> no juice. Never. Had uh, juice in I, my life. I didn't. I I like the uh, I like the cocoa thing a lot. I don't know why, but I was like, this is so cute, Addison. I you're it's just endearing. cute giving it's out nice. cocoa. And yeah. she's
1: like, she's like, oh, it's just a tradition we had. You know, it's a hard morning. Just kind of want to brighten your day. It's like nice.
0: Yeah, and then she lays that that proxy friend thing out with uh, with Derek about about Meredith, and I was like, Ugh. Addison, you're you're too good for any of them. Just it's true. Come be with me.
1: Also, Derek is like such a narcissist and so controlling. He's like, well, I'm friends with Meredith. Okay. And are you, are you telling this woman she's not allowed to be friends with her? Is that what you're saying? that's what it sounds like you're saying. And that's psychotic.
0: Yeah. You dookie head, dookie headed turd.
1: Shut up. You're lucky. This woman even looks at you much less shares your bed. Yeah. Anyway. So then Meredith throws away the cocoa, which is annoying. Um, and Burke, um, Dr. Weber is looking at the board. And in the background, Burke is on the phone with the laundromat, like freaking out about his scrub caps. And so um, the chief is like, Are you seriously canceling surgeries because you can't find your scrub caps? He's like, No, but I will. But yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but yes. But
1: only because I haven't been offered that option yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just think it's funny him, like freaking. He's like, Because I want my caps. <laughs>
0: I don't blame him. I would yeah. want if I if I could only find one hat in my entire house and it was the hat from a game before I'm going to go shower, do my hair and I'm playing without a hat.
1: <laughs> well, also like their scrub caps that like the hospital provides aren't like fabric. They're that weird like when you go to a doctor and you have to like wear the, the robe that you throw away that's made of paper. It's terribly uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's basically like so. a mask material. Like a disposable mask. Yeah, like mask. the disposable mask. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's funny.
1: Um, so they're all in the ER and Christina's like, oh, it's so quiet. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's a that's a superstition. Like, don't say. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast that they say that that's a superstition is don't say quiet in an ER. And Meredith or Izzy says that's like saying Macbeth, Macbeth in the theater.
0: Uh, she says, first off, Christina says dead quiet, which yeah, I was which like, you risky. guys are, yeah, you guys are really, really pushing it here. Uh, yell at her for the dead part too, not just the quiet. And then Izzy was like, oh, it's like saying Macbeth and the theater. And I'm like, you're a little bitch, but I like you. <laughs>
1: that, that is a thing that people say.
0: I know, uh, but, but she just makes it sound well, like,
1: well, my thing with it is I'm like, is that a common knowledge if you're not like a theater person that you don't say Macbeth in a theater. I just don't know. No, no. I thought, I (laughs) I thought
0: I didn't know that. I didn't know. It's I, I knew the superstition of don't say good luck, say break a leg.
1: Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, that's kind of a weird one to pick in my opinion, just because I don't know how many people would just know that. Like I know it because I am a theater person. So I was in the theater a lot. So I was always told, I always thought it was stupid. Um, I also saw a tweet that I thought was very funny because it was like in an office, you can't say MacBook. You have to say the Scottish laptop, which I thought was very funny because in a theater, if you if you are saying Macbeth, if you need to refer to Macbeth, you say the Scottish play and everyone just knows what you mean. So I just thought that was funny. But again, it's like a niche audience. So I was like, you just reference it and and make it seem like something everyone's going to understand. But I was just like, I truly don't know if that's a common enough saying to throw out.
0: If you would have sent me that meme, the MacBook Scottish <laughs> laptop thing, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is the yeah. stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's very, um, it's just like a niche reference, I think. Um, anyway, so then shit hits the fan because Christina said that. And it's good times. Um, so, uh, the lady comes in coughing up blood. Alex and Izzy get paged to Denny, and then two ambulances come in. One is the man who was in the car accident, and the other is the girl who says she was struck by lightning. And then we get the title card at seven minutes. And Christina says, can anyone spell coincidence? My girl.
0: Mm. The writers suck.
1: <laughs> um, so Meredith and Bailey are working on <laughs> Crazy Lightning Lady, who was not struck by lightning and is weird. What were your thoughts on this girl?
0: I hate her. She's, she's the worst.
1: Pretty annoying. But not in like a, she's not like a bad person. You're just like, you've got to calm down.
0: It's just well at, at first when she was when they was you find out that she was struck by lightning, uh, she was like, I was struck by lightning, and I'm like, you're way too happy about that, like, you should be dead. <laughs> um, but then, then she's like, oh yeah, I wasn't struck by lightning, I got hit by a like a fucking stick. And then she was like, well, no, it wasn't a stick. I was in the tree. Oh, yeah, I wasn't in the tree. I was like, actually, I got run over by a car. Oh, it wasn't a car. It was a fucking laser beam. I don't know. It was crazy.
1: But I didn't like her. Her character was dumb. Also, let me just say this. Do not lump all astrology people into this. Because I do not act like this girl. And I like astrology. Although I also don't read daily horoscopes. And so
0: I really, it's not the same. But... So what we're saying is don't blame horoscope or don't blame, uh, astrology fans. Blame the daily horoscope fans. They're the worst. Yeah.
1: The, uh, it's just like a risky move because a lot of daily horoscopes are so vague that you could take them either way, which is the whole point of them. Um, but yeah, I was just like, come on, girl, some of us, you're giving us a bad rap,
0: but she's an Aries. So, you know, she do a with that,
1: <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that, buddy. I look forward to the text we're going to get about this.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so not all Aries are the same; they're and just all garbage. Except Ryan not. I'm kidding. Do any of
1: the thing that this lady would do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, um, we love you.
1: Uh, okay, so wait, where am I? Oh yes, okay. Um, this is when
0: Ollie pops up.
1: Yes, George goes finds the chief. is like oh this woman um Olivia or Olive Weber (laughs) sorry I'm so sick Olive Warner is in the ER looking for you and he doesn't know who she's talking about because he refers to her as Ollie and so then he figures it out and George takes him to her and then he's like um I'm gonna take over and George is like no I can help and he's like no like let me handle this so he's just trying to like keep it private and Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the episode we find out that he is an alcoholic, right? Like, we did not have that knowledge prior. That was yes, a reveal. Yes, this is... Okay, that's Yeah, that was a reveal. When I was, like, trying to go back. I was, like, have we talked about this? Is this a thing? Like, I just couldn't... No. It was all running together for me.
0: I was... My initial reaction is, like, is this another, like woman that this I guy mean, I fucked think,
1: i think they write it to kind of make you question that for a minute to be like how many people has this man had an affair with but then the reveal later is obviously that she's his sponsor
0: also like he's got a type her and ellis look very similar
1: <laughs> they do a little bit but but he didn't have an affair with ollie
0: <laughs> right just maybe but if a he had, slight he attraction would have a type. <laughs> right
1: um okay so then Izzy and Alex are checking in on Denny and he's like I don't want to have a surgery because I don't want to die and, and Alex is like well you're gonna. So. And Izzy's being inappropriate and Alex is like <clears throat> I can see you being inappropriate.
0: Yes. It's also it's sad because Denny just does not look good. Like he is he is an absolute walking ticking time bomb corpse. Yeah, it's not great.
1: And Izzy gets so offended every time Alex says it. And I'm like, Alex is saying it to be a turd, and Alex is saying it in a mean way, but he's also not wrong.
0: Yeah, he's he's a dick for how he's saying it, but not what he is saying. The content is good. The delivery is <laughs> god-awful.
1: Which is kind of his brand for this whole episode. I'm like, everything you're saying is correct, but you're just saying it unkindly.
0: Like the locker room scene at yes. the end? Yes. Like, <laughs> ooh, Cringe. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Can um, you say, can anybody spell toxic masculinity?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very early, Alex for sure.
0: Um, so Christina
1: and Meredith are in the elevator with their patients, talking to each other, and um, the OCD patient is like repeating everything that Christina is saying, and the other girl is just inserting herself in the conversation. And she's like, you're not obligated to honor someone else's juju, which I guess is true. And technically, again, Meredith wasn't rude to Addison, but she was ultimately rude, in my opinion. And then she was like, I don't have to be friends with her just because I'm friends with him. And I'm like, well, you're just so inappropriate. (laughs) Like, you you don't want to be friends with him. You you want to be with him. And that's his wife. So it's inappropriate.
0: Yeah. Also, it's... (laughs) I don't know, I've always lived of the adage of you have to be friends with your significant other or uh your significant other's friends right no you're if I'm friends with you by law in this scenario, I would need to be friends with Michael. I am very fortunate that I love Michael, yeah but i don't i I've always lived of that adage is like if they're if they're your friend and they're they they're your partner uh the friend of your partner or the partner of your friend. Fuck. I cannot think straight. <laughs> you know way. what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah.
1: Um
0: I don't know what your thoughts are.
1: Yeah, well I think it is there I mean there's different levels. I think you could there's difference between not being someone's friend and hating them. Like you can just be like, oh I don't really know them that well or um yeah they're fine but we don't really like have anything in common. But, and then there's, oh, I actively hate them and I'm going to try not to be their friend because I want to sleep with the other person who I am. (laughs) You know, there's levels.
0: (laughs) I don't think she actively hates Addison.
1: She absolutely does. Because she blames Addison for freaking Derek's issues. It pisses me off.
0: I don't know. I don't get that vibe to this point, but I guess I should just keep watching the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just feel like if you're going to be if you're going to dislike someone in that scenario Why would it not be Derek The one who did all the things To you Like yes Addison was wrong when she slept with Mark But Addison did no wrong to Meredith Derek did wrong to Meredith
0: We all know that I know I we know it all the
1: time <laughs> I just get annoyed uh, Not enough people hate Derek uh, At the level that I find it necessary So I'm just trying to convert everyone <laughs>
0: Yeah. If you're listening to this episode, uh, make sure you like, follow, subscribe at Gray's Academy pod and let us know what you think. Listen, <laughs> listen to this, maybe email, uh, email Kelsey at Gray's Academy pod. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, uh, yeah. At gmail.com and, and tell her, Hey, calm down. Or if you're listening from Canada, Germany, or Malaysia, Uh, Our our top three, coincidentally, our top three listener uh, countries. Um, Shout out to Malaysia. You're holding strong. My gosh. I know. Um, But uh, let us know if you're a a Derek stan or a Derek uh, detractor. We need to know.
1: I will listen to a defense for Derek. However, based on where we are in this podcast series, do not come at me with defenses for things he does later. All right? I will talk about Derek later when we get to Derek later. If you're going to defend Derek... Defend him up to this point And it's just very difficult to defend him up to this point Because up to this point he is being garbage In my opinion But I will listen to any of it And then I will calmly explain to you Why I disagree with all of the points
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah Maybe come on the show Maybe we'll get you on the show sometime Maybe if yeah. you are Patrick Dempsey And you need to tell us <laughs> Why you're a good guy Come on the show and defend yourself It's not that hard, Patrick Just come yeah. on, do you, it you, No,
1: he's very busy Because you know he does Formula One racing
0: I did not know that.
1: Isn't that such a random hobby?
0: It and is. But so does he do Formula E racing?
1: I don't know if
0: that's real or what it is, if it is real. <laughs> it's the electric Formula One cars.
1: Uh, So you made
0: it up? No, no. I just happen to oh, know the company real? that... Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. actually how... Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that off air, but it's a real thing.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, I don't know what he drives, but I just know he's done Formula One. And also they are filming the Enchanted... Sequel right now, so I'm very excited for that yeah. Um. Anyways, okay, so Callie is setting Nikki's broken leg And George comes in and Callie is like Leave me alone And um, He's like, you missed your shot Because you're stupid, which is true And um, Then Meredith comes in So he runs away like a baby And then the crazy girl Keeps talking about her boyfriend and it's just being kind of weird. And then that's when you find out she actually fell out of a tree.
0: I, I thought she may have been a compulsive liar. Yeah. I didn't get stalker vibes, but she definitely was, uh, she was messed up.
1: Yeah. She was um, bending the truth. At her own will. Um, okay. Who so knows if
0: she ever got to the truth? She probably. She, <laughs> she, she. They could have. The North Star of the show writers could have said, "Make this woman lie about everything, and she she has a different cause for her injuries every time they see her."
1: <laughs> and then die, kill her. <laughs> so it's <laughs> and then she dies. Made a mystery. I was actually thinking the other day about um, the psychic guy in the psychic episode in earlier this season, and I'm like. I still want to know, was I supposed to think he was really psychic? Like I need to know, like I just need to talk to somebody about this.
0: The guy who had uh, his seizures and they were psychic seizures. Yes. Yeah. And so he yeah. like
1: knew like legitimately like knew Christina was pregnant, like knew what Izzy's mom called her as an, and I was just like, what is happening? Like, I just like, what do you want me to believe?
0: He's got the gift.
1: Anyways. Um, so uh, Christina sees Derek and tells him about the, her patient has a head trauma and he's like all right call me when you get the whatever back. Burke is upset about the scrub caps and Christina's like oh I have one of your scrub caps but uh, I'm not going to give it to you until you kick George out of the apartment. Which is delightful. And then George runs up to Dr. Burke and is like oh I've got free time do you need anything and he's like yes I need you to harass my girlfriend for the remainder of the day.
0: Uh speaking of harassing that <laughs> women's bathroom scene is just so inappropriate.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a weird episode for George.
0: Can you just imagine me literally shoving my hands down your shirt in the middle of a woman's <laughs> restroom trying to find something? No. And Michael telling me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that part I can't believe. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but like, ah, icky. I don't want to yeah. I don't that's I don't that's harassment. No. Also, well, George and Christina are uh, a pretty fair match, honestly. She
1: could take him. <laughs> oh yeah um so uh okay so dr weber is talking to ollie she's like you need a new liver um and also a surgery to hold you over until we get the new liver um so this is when we find out she's an aa sponsor and we get more history he's been 17 years sober She's like, you cannot be involved with Ellis, even if it's not, even if you think it's not an affair, like you're going back down the road that started this all to begin with. So just a lot unfolds in a very short period of time.
0: Yeah, it's so this for sure is the scene that we find out that Weber is recovering uh, slash former alcoholic. And. It led me to question. Did. Did uh Ellis and his affair, did it become so much that he actually was going to leave his wife? And because of that, because of not leaving his wife and like regretting not choosing Ellis, that drove him to drinking and becoming an alcoholic. I don't know. But when she said that basically she worded it in a way that like Ellis was the reason that he was an alcoholic.
1: She drove you to your something bottom, alcoholic bottom. Maybe I don't know what why. she said. It was something like that. Your addiction bottom. It was basically saying like this is this woman caused your lowest point.
0: So I'm curious what that looks like. But yeah. she seems like the kind of person who would be emotionally abusive anyways. So even if they were having a physical affair, it could have been something where she was emotionally abusive towards him as well. So I don't know. But anyways, it was a very loaded scene.
1: It is loaded. And uh we'll we'll definitely be revisiting this entire topic of conversation in the future when we receive more information. Um, so Christina catches George looking through her, going through her locker. Uh, they have a very funny exchange. Um, and she's like, clean up my crap. And he's like, no,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was funny. funny.
1: Um, their dynamic just, I think is very funny. Um, also, Uh, I still find George annoying in this episode, but not nearly as much as he has been in the past. And Izzy is definitely my least favorite person in this episode. This baby is like, Jesus, like punching the shit out of my stomach. I'm like...
0: Um, Yeah, this was a bad episode for Izzy. Also, like, even though Alex was right, bad episode for Alex. Yeah, Um, yeah,
1: for sure. Not a good look. It's just uh, when people... Like lash out at other people because they're upset. It's never a good look. I mean, it's definitely relatable. I think it's something that is very common and we all do it, but it's not good. But it's what yeah. did they say? Um, hurting people hurt people. So it definitely like this is one of those episodes where like he's hurt and he immediately turns around and turn to gather people.
0: Yeah. It's not it's not excusable, but it's justifiable.
1: Yeah. Um, So then Bailey and Meredith are looking at the scans, and they're like, oh, her spleen is um, torn. Basically, they're going to have to do uh, surgery. And Meredith asks Dr. Bailey if she believes in the superstitions. And she's like, "Uh, I believe we need to get this girl into surgery. (laughs) Go away.
0: Yeah, she clearly has excuse me. She has a superstition, but it's not like something that's outward that you, that you know of. And she's, she gets weirdly defensive about it.
1: Well, I think she's also maybe like, well, I can do my thing, but I'm not going to let, let it affect the way I treat my patients. And also I'm not going to pass it on to the next generation of doctors by giving it any validity. Um, Denny is flirting with Izzy and Alex is interfering. It's a good time. (laughs) um, And Dr. Burke's like, I can't get this. It's too bad. We're going to have to go back into surgery. So then Izzy's distraught. Um, Christina's patient is getting a site consult. And I just want to take a second and talk about how sometimes in life when people (laughs) are like, I like it when my shirts are folded. I'm OCD. And I'm like, I don't know if that's correct. Just because you like things to go where they belong or you like things to be clean, or you like to know where your belongings are. I don't necessarily think that makes you OCD, because it doesn't. And no. uh, it's frustrating to me when people do that, especially like when you look at this guy and he talks about how he like lost his wife and like can't hold a job because he has these compulsions that he knows are annoying, but he also cannot stop them.
0: Yeah, I've I've tried. After watching so many doctor shows at this point now, whether it's House, Scrubs, Royal Pains, New Amsterdam, this um I'm sure there's Chicago a that I'm Med, missing. do you watch that one? I didn't get into Chicago Med. Um, I, I tried, I was at, watch I watched a couple episodes, but the whole Chicago multiverse is just too much for me at this point in my life. Um, I need to ease into it, so you know. Well maybe that'll be the next show that we do after Station 19 and after Scandal and after all of the other Sean <laughs> Deland shows. Uh, but um what was I what was I saying? Um, OCD. Yeah. After watching so many doctor shows, it's like I, I have to force myself to not say I have OCD about something because it's it, it is truly demeaning to those who have it. I really try very hard to say I'm very particular.
1: Well, you can right? say like, "Oh, I'm obsessed with having my shirts a certain way," or "I'm obsessed with hanging my hats up," or, or like, I'm "I obsessed can't with concentrate." Things, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, or you know, I can't concentrate unless I do it like this. It's going to bug yeah. me. Um, but to say that you have OCD, like, no, there are. Uh, who, who was it? This show, or was it in Scrubs? It might have been in Scrubs. I get them blurred, but washing your hands to the point where. You're like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen times every yeah. time because you're you you can't it's it doesn't feel right and you have to OCD your way through that. I don't know what that's particularly yeah. called, but it's it's like the the itch right the compulsion yeah, yeah, the compulsion thank you duh obviously um anyways, I digress <laughs> but yeah try try to say you're obsessed or try to say yeah. you're particular try not to say I have OCD if you I don't mean, people are like
1: medicated for this It's just like a real thing. Um, And I don't necessarily think when people say oh I'm OCD that they're like making fun of it but I think it can probably be annoying as someone who if you have it and have like worked in therapy or are medicated to try and keep it under control to have people talk about it who don't have it I don't know it's just one of those things I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand it. There's also obsessive compulsive personality disorder, which is very different. And it's kind of crazy that they have such similar names because they like manifest very differently. But anyways, so yeah, Um, we try not to say that we have OCD. I don't really ever say it because there's not things that I'm that particular about. I just like it when things are the way I like it, but there's not anything that I'm super like, Oh man, I can't do anything if it's not like, this or this. But anyways, so yes, George is on the other side of the glass in this scene, like smushing his Too face Too good. Up. So it's funny. Very funny. And I honestly wonder, I was like, did, was he directed to do this or was this a choice? Either way, I love it. I think it's hilarious because the, um, the psych doctor is like, is this, is he okay? Christina's like, just ignore it. Don't even, it's fine so funny
0: yeah it's like but don't do that you're an adult which is but it but it is very funny it's very funny
1: um so meredith and Derek are being dumb and addison walks up and they're like oh we gotta go because now we can't stand here and look at each other in yeah stop i don't like
0: that scene i don't like that scene at all they're shafting her completely she's like oh uh, yeah i i guess uh i got something to do too okay all right she's the worst she's not the worst she's the best they're the worst
1: Um, Okay, so then Dr. Weber has to do a shunt surgery for Ollie. Nikki wants to wait until midnight to do the surgery because of her horoscope. So she thinks she'll die if they operate before midnight. Um, She's like, can you call my boyfriend? He just, he'll want to be here. Tell him I'm having surgery. Um, And Dr. Bailey says, well, we're going to have to move her to the ICU because she's going to kill herself trying not to die. Delightful.
0: Such a good, such a good quote. So good. Typical yeah. Bailey Ugh,
1: Nails it every time um, Alex essentially tells Denny That he's gonna die and he's like You need to back off with Izzy because She's she's not gonna be able to handle it if you die But she's not gonna back off So like Just so you know this is how I You know this is what I think is gonna happen like if you die She's gonna have a hard time But she isn't Gonna be the one to pull away so you're gonna have to do it Which You know is not untrue because she's too involved and is Izzy. So
0: Yeah. It's I I think there he's she's trying too hard to overcorrect Izzy's niceness, you know? What a cute face you just made. That's very nice.
1: It was a yawn and a cough at the same time. So
0: <laughs> that's like a really fun. Yeah. It's yeah, it it's it's tough. He's being way too real, I think. But yeah. It, he somewhere in the middle, I'm sure his feelings will land eventually with the issue of Izzy and the issue of him. So who knows? But yeah. yeah. Um,
1: George is being <laughs> so weird to Christina. It's just a good time. Um, this is when they're all having lunch together and Christina is sitting there with Meredith and then George comes over and is sits down with him. And Christina's like, I'm eating with Meredith, have some self-respect. And he's like, it doesn't matter. I will sit on top of you while you eat your lunch to get this thing for Dr. Burke.
0: It's a great scene for George there. Honestly.
1: Um, Izzy comes and she's like freaking out about the deaths, obviously because she's worried about Denny, but she like is pretending that she's not worried about him. She's like, I'm only worried about him because he's my patient. I'm like, I'm worried about him because I want to like bone him, which I totally do, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm sleeping with Alex. Everything's great. I'm normal.
0: Inappropriate.
1: Quite. Um... So yeah, just a good scene, funny scene. <laughs> the George and Christina of this episode are really. It's really enjoyable for me. Yeah. Um, the
0: fact that he was able to hold that straight face the entire time in that yeah. lunch scene.
1: I know. It, I was like every he time did they not would cut over, he was like I was I just like want to see the bloopers from this episode cuz they have to be great.
0: They have to be great.
1: Um so then This was it was at ahead. this
0: point that uh, Jessica brought up that Katherine Heigl was written off the show. Yeah. Feminist icon, potentially, if the roles are reversed. Ellen mm-hmm. Pompeo is huge respect, has huge respect for her. Um, so we'll have to dig more into that. But it was this scene specifically that Jessica was like, you know, this blah, 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 when they wrote her <laughs> off. And I was like, what? They wrote her <laughs> off the show?
1: She's right there, Jessica. <laughs> Clearly hasn't been written off
0: yet. Yeah, Jess, what the fuck? Uh, if only she would listen
1: to this and hear us yell at her.
0: She doesn't support us.
1: That's all right. Nobody does, except for all the people that are listening, who we love. Thank you, if you're listening.
0: Specifically shouting out uh, Ryan, Leah. And Leah. I just said Leah.
1: I know. I said it at the same time.
0: Oh. Not, Not the way I heard it.
1: And not Jessica.
0: We and love Jessica, Jessica.
1: But she'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. We could just say literally anything and it wouldn't matter. Although we thought that about dude thoughts and then everyone texted us and they were like, um, we're listening right now. And we were like, Oh. <laughs> Oops.
0: Every every like three or four episodes, what we need to do is start shit talking them and uh <laughs> see if they're listening. So they don't get lucky on that one time, right? Yeah. Uh that's true. anyways.
1: Um so okay. Uh Derek has to do brain surgery for Christina's patient. Because of where his injury is It's like right in the middle of his brain So they have to take off the skull cap Um, And then Ollie is holding an AA meeting In her room And she makes Richard come in And he doesn't want to Because he basically doesn't want people To find out about it Um, But she's like it's fine Like just come in It's fine Um, And They do the Prayer The serenity prayer Which is very nice Nice moment um, Denny is going into surgery and tells Izzy, he's like, this is where my will is. Make sure it gets to the right people. And she's like, you can't go into surgery thinking you're going to die. And then he calls her Dr. Steven. And she's like, I don't understand what's happening. I thought we were in love.
0: I um, thought we were going <laughs> to be together and we were going to make babes.
1: Truly. And they and were going to also
0: have yeah. your heart defect like their father.
1: It's <laughs> good times. It's, uh, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, super dramatic and inappropriate. George it is true, for- though
0: you can't <laughs> you can't go into surgery thinking you are going to die. Just don't do it's that. It's
1: true. I would agree that that um, is a is a mindset thing. I do think that there is some correlation with the way where your head is at when you go into something like that and the results. Not necessarily saying that it's always a one for one, but I do think that there is some kind of relation. Um. So this is when we get the delightful scene of George falling Christina into the bathroom and trying to wrestle the (laughs) scrub cap away. And um, Callie comes out of the stall and neither of them saw her until she's like right next to them and it's very funny. And then he says, do you realize this is, or she says, do you realize this is a woman's restroom and George says, yes ma'am. And then Christina says, you called her ma'am. She's never going to sleep with you now.
0: I bet she does though.
1: (laughs) Um and then George goes to Izzy and is like complaining about it. And he goes, I'm unless I'm ready to hit a woman. And even though it's Christina, I don't know I'm ready to cross that line yet. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and that's when Izzy's like, wait, Christina has a scrub cap. Oh, my God. Let me save Denny's life with the scrub cap. So she Ma- goes to Christina and physically threatens her, which is super inappropriate.
0: Yeah, um, she job. was ready to she bring the trailer park for that, but
1: it's fine. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was ready to, to bring the trailer park pain. And I was ready to watch that pay-per-view event. <laughs>
1: um, and so I find I just find Izzy very unlikable in this moment. Like there's a lot of times when I'm annoyed with her, but that specific. I'm like, dude, it's a, you've crossed a line. Like it's too much. You've got to chill. Like, look at your life, look at your choices, look at yourself in the mirror and get it together.
0: Yeah. It's like, imagine me going to, like, Stefan and saying, hey, man, if you don't give, if you don't give Bran the skull cap, I'm going to beat the shit out of you because I grew up in a trailer park. Yeah. Like, super you weird. just don't cross that <laughs> point of your friendships where you're just saying they're li- you're literally going to beat their, their ass. You're just, just
1: threatening don't. them. Um, Okay, and so then um, Christina gives Burke the scrub cap I think this is such a good scene I love them She's being so supportive of him Just like as a surgeon She's like, I took this and I look at it every day Because it reminds me why I'm here and what I want to be Like, I want to be as good as you are You're so talented And like, it's just a reminder that, you know This is what I'm working towards And she's like, you don't need this to be good. You are good because you are good. And it's a very good moment. And she just like is so supportive and she just thinks he's so talented and believes in him. And it's very nice. And then he's like, you're right. And she's like, I know I'm right, which is just something I say all the time. Um, but then he does a little jig basically when he puts on the cap and, and runs away.
0: Yeah. And then George runs across the bridge in that point too. Yeah. Uh, and, and then like his hair, his hair looks stupid. Bad. Even float. It's still bad.
1: <laughs> it's, it's very bad still. Yes. It has to yet to be fixed. I like the continuity of the fact that we're just going to keep it bad.
0: <laughs> I don't.
1: Yeah. It's terrible to look at. Um, okay. So Meredith is still trying to convince Nikki to have the surgery. She's like, did you call my boyfriend? And he's and Meredith is like, yeah, he's not your boyfriend. You guys broke up. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, And then we have the Izzy freaking out on Alex scene. Um, When she's like, why does Denny think he's going to die? And Alex is like, I don't know, because he might. (laughs) Like, he has two brain cells and he's using them and they are, you know, coming up with this possibility. And so then she breaks up with him and says one of the meanest things ever, which is you're not good enough for anybody, which is a very hurtful thing to say to anybody. (laughs) Yeah, so, that's not it's, nice.
0: It is it is for sure an intense scene. Uh, I love also that Burke like walks in and he's like, listen, your energy.
1: Yeah. Get out. it out of here. <laughs> not doing this today. Like
0: He may not, not not be good enough for anybody, but this energy that both you are having is <laughs> definitely not good enough for me. Not um, good enough for my surgeries. Yeah, not happening. Uh, it's it's harsh. It's like it's not even harsh and it's not even, like, a truth bomb thing. It's, like, straight up vindictive. Uh, she is, like, out for blood with that comment, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, a good acting on both of them.
1: Yeah. Um, so then we get the scenes with all the surgeries. I want to mention the song playing in the background. Yes, do it. Um, how to Save a Life. Um, obviously, we all went to high school. Or, you know, for some people who are listening, probably were born yet. I don't know. Um, And so uh, this is... the song was already doing pretty well at this point. Um, And then someone on the Grey's team heard it and wanted to put it in the show. This song is used once again in the show and is also the title of an episode in season 11, I think. Um, However, this song has become, like, synonymous with Grey's Anatomy because after this specific um, episode in this season, between seasons 2 and 3... This song was used in almost every single promo, um, so people like really relate it to Grey's Anatomy. So it's just like peak iconic Grey's Anatomy is this song. There's a so, couple songs that are like that, um, but don't Google it. <laughs> There's a just a lot of spoilers attached to it, so don't give it a Google.
0: No, no, no. I um I'm trying to find if what what when did this episode come out?
1: March 19, 2006. Dang it.
0: Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Okay. All right. March 18th, 2006?
1: 19.
0: March 19th. Okay. So, the How to Save a Life scene, I you know how you say that there there are scenes that stick out in your head based on the song? Yeah. For sure. How to Save a Life in Scrubs stuck out with me. But it that episode released April 25th, 2006. Uh, so yeah, by <laughs> less than time. a month. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I can very vividly remember it. And for anyone of, of you who, who've who watched Scrubs and you're trying to put that together, it's the scene where um, I think it was Christy had, had died and she died of an overdose, but they didn't see that there was rabies in her blood and uh, they gave her organs out to four different people. And all four people die due to rabies because Ooh. they didn't they didn't test. They didn't test for rabies. Cause it's like twelve cases a year and it didn't even come up on their radar. And it was like they were about to get in the clear. And then Dr. Cox goes on a drinking binge and then is like out for six episodes, basically. Um Ooh. But yeah, it's very intense. It's it's like one of the most loaded scenes in all of Scrubs.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so then um All the surgeries start. Everyone's doing their superstition things. They have to take Nikki into surgery because she's bleeding out, but she codes before they can even get her out of the room. Um, And then Izzy is stalking the board to find out what happens. Everyone's having issues in their OR. Bailey's patient dies. Dr. Weber's patient did not die. Derek Guy dies. Izzy is crying because Denny didn't die and because she's inappropriate. And then... (laughs) Um, And then she kisses him because she likes to break all the rules. And also um, that whole room is made of windows. I don't understand how no one sees them. So that's super fun. Um, And then, um, yeah, it's just good times. Um, uh, Alex has his anger moment where he takes his Izzy anger out on George and tells him off. This is very rude, but also everything he's saying is very correct. But that does not make it okay. There's a different way to present it or you don't have to present it at all because it's not necessarily your business, but it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Again, don't threaten people with physical violence, (laughs) especially just because they're annoying you. Um, Or just because you just got broken up with. Yeah. (laughs) Burke and Christina leave together. um, And she's like, he's like, oh, I'll tell George to leave. And she's like, no, don't do it tonight. Because she's actually being very nice. And she's like. Was there for the locker room situation So she's like not tonight Someone else is already mean to him Um George Has his moment with Callie where she's like Trying to walk away from him but he calls her Like 10 feet away and Somehow wins her over Whatever he looks like garbage Um it's nice that he's Trying to move on in that aspect but I don't you know buy into it Oh my gosh it's time for everyone's favorite segment Living in Shondaland (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> also, wait, hold on. Say it. Say it again. Say it one more time.
1: It's time for everyone's favorite segment: living in Shondaland.
0: Living in Shondaland. I like went to go inhale and just like like saliva went down my throat. Ruined everything. Wow. Fuck.
1: Um. So, Michaela Watkins, who plays Nikki, is in one episode of Private Practice, and that's it. I thought this was going to be another nobody, ep- no episode. Um, but then I got to her and I was like, okay, we got one.
0: Wait, Nikki uh, is who?
1: The, the s- gentle stalker.
0: <laughs> oh yes. The lightning, the lightning queen.
1: Yes. Um, and then Addison gives Meredith another cup of hot chocolate and Meredith throws it away again. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> don't waste hot chocolate.
0: Yeah. Don't do that. Um, so you, you like lightning rounded through the end, which I appreciate because all that does happen very quickly. Yes. Um, I just want to say I'm with you. Izzy is being way too fucking inappropriate with Denny. And also, Alex was like a wildly giant douche in that uh, locker room scene. But they didn't hit their full seven. They only hit six. They died at six. Um, yes. So where does that episode rank? Where are you at? I'd like to go first.
1: Okay, you go first.
0: It's a resident. It's an even three again. It's just, a, it's a, just an okay episode.
1: Same for me. Better than the last episode, but not, not not earth-shattering, not life-altering, other than, like, I guess the Izzy Denny kiss is important, or whatever. Um,
0: or whatever. Is that your way of saying, ooh, we don't know, but I might have just fucked up and spoiled something. Maybe no, he lives, important.
1: maybe they get just, No, it's important. I just think it's annoying. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. Um, if
0: he does live, I hope they get together. Yeah. But he's... Definitely going to die.
1: You think still next episode?
0: I don't know. Maybe it'll be, yeah, next episode. I'm calling it for sure 100% without beyond a shadow of a doubt he dies next episode.
1: Okay. And um, if I'm wrong,
0: I'm <laughs> quitting the podcast.
1: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Just so, kidding, I'm not. Uh, yeah, so we're up on the same page, threes for both of us. Um, so, yeah, again, nothing earth shattering, but we'll get, we'll get there you know, big things come, and I know I keep saying that, but I'm not wrong. Eventually, they will come. <laughs>
0: um, I thought that this was going to be the episode with the dog, and apparently, it's not.
1: No, but that is also coming, so I'll let you know.
0: Thank I'll you. I'll warn you before you
1: even watch it. So okay, thank you. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. If you have a moment to like us um, on Instagram, Gray's Academy Pod at Gmail. G- 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 .com, Grey's Academy pod on Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can leave a rating and a review. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, um, we'd love to hear from anybody. If you have a second to share us with your friends, um, we'd love that so much. It just helps people find us. And we're, we love to be discovered by new friends. So thank you so much, I have, Carmen. Yes.
0: Speak. Speaking of being discovered by friends, I have some earth shattering news. All you need to do is type in grays and we hit the top searches.
1: (gasps) Wow. You guys, thanks so much. Do you see this? We're at the bottom.
0: We're the last possible one, but we're there.
1: Wow. Yay. Thanks,
0: guys, yeah, that is absolutely incredible.
1: That is absolutely you guys. We really, all we do is make these and the interaction that it gets is what bumps it higher up um, on these platforms and algorithms. So thank you so much. Um, any support or sharing or interacting or just listening. We really appreciate it. Um, and remember, if you see Carmen walking down the street...
0: No spoilies, no spoilers! Don't think about it. Don't even talk to me unless you're going to talk about the episodes that have already happened or you want an autograph, which has already happened 17 times today. I appreciate it because you could <laughs> you could see all of our faces on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, Anyways, have a great night, everyone. Have a great day. Have a good morning. It's a beautiful day to save lives, and we'll see you all in the next one.